And that's a mistake that a lot of people do when they start signing up their email list is they think that, you know, I only have five people on it, so I shouldn't email. You have five people on that list. You should be emailing. Even if you have one person on that list, that's a, that's a potential sale. Welcome to No BS Business School, the podcast for small business owners and solopreneurs to get the straight talk on how to turn your passion into a profitable business. Do you ever feel like you're trying to keep your head above water running your business? And every time you get online looking for help, all you see is the same cookie cutter advice that never produces the results you want? I'm Jan Ditchfield, award-winning business strategist, online educator, and your host. And I believe that the path to success in business shouldn't be a mystery. It takes planning, mastering the boring stuff, and learning to ignore advice that will never serve you. I'm here to help you through the messy parts of your business so you can enjoy the life you're creating for yourself and your family. Each week, I share strategies to help you grow your business without the fluff, gimmicks, and nonsense that's filling your feed on the gram. If you're ready to cut through the BS and build a business that's authentic, impactful, and profitable, this is the show for you. Let's keep it real. Welcome, Natasha. It's so great to have you on the show. Thanks for having me, Jan. I'm so glad to be here. Awesome. Before we get going, let people know what you do, what your business is, give people just an idea of what it is we're going to be talking about today. So my name is Natasha and I'm the owner behind You Game Girl, which is a subscription box business specifically targeted towards uh, female gamers. So I haven't quite launched yet, but I'm aiming at serving women who enjoy playing video games and are looking for cute and unique gaming accessories that aren't geared towards men and aren't geared towards how men sometimes tend to envision a gamer girl. Awesome. I love your business. I love what you're doing. It's so, it's so different. Like, I think that's, what's so great about it is how it's, you've really taken something you're passionate about and you find putting it together a really amazing business around it. So very exciting. So you're not launched yet. No, I haven't launched yet. Do you have a launch date in place yet? I was thinking this fall, but I've had a few things happen in my life. So I'm thinking later, uh, probably early next year. Okay. We'll go from there. What can I help you with today? So because I haven't launched my business yet, I really want to get the building blocks of a great foundation set up to attract my ideal customers. So just looking at uh, my funnel and then how I can best attract my ideal customer for my business once I do launch. All right. Well, let's walk through your funnel the way you have it set up right now, what you're thinking about doing with everything. Um, Where are you at with kind of the beginning of bringing people into your world? What is the plans that you have? So the current plan right now is to have a lead magnet be of like a weekly planner uh, for curated specifically for a gamer girl. So it's just something like a fun accessory, which should tease the solution of having those fun gaming essentials delivered to you. Uh, and then once they are, go to get my lead magnet, they get entered into uh, the email marketing and then I can better share my story, relatability to my ICA and then through emails and then Instagram stories and then leading them through that um, and then teasing the solution and then getting them to hopefully purchase a subscription box in the very end of the funnel. Perfect. Um, let's talk a bit about your lead magnet. So lead yeah. magnets are the like, it's the most important part of your funnel. Like it really is in, in so many ways. 
I, well, I'm going to say second most important. The most important is your website. The second most important is going to be your lead magnet. And with your lead magnet right now, the way we want to make sure you have it established is that you're addressing like the single most important pain point that's happening in your ideal customer's life. Mm-hmm. And in order to be able to do that, you need to know kind of where they're at within the problem like they're having, right? Understanding their own problem. Do you feel with your audience, like are your audience aware of, you know, that there's a problem out there that they don't feel served? Yes, I do think they are problem aware. I think many women who do play video games do come across the frustrations and almost like harassment that can occur by um, either being in a video game, like just being paired with men. And as soon as people figure out that you're a woman, uh, there's that exclusivity that's very obvious that comes across when you're trying to do that, as well as when you go into like any store, if you're trying to purchase something almost everything is marketed towards men or children. So I think they are problem aware um, and they're looking for things that are out there, which may not be necessarily out there in the way that they want them to be. Do you think that maybe where you are with your planner is, is it meeting them really where they, the, with that the problem, like, is that the right alignment for you? Uh, it might not be, but it is something fun that is gaming related that may not exist out there at the moment. So I was hoping that would spark some interest uh, and get people to be more curious about what it is um, that I do and sort of sign up and get into the email marketing sort of uh, span of things. You can have more than one lead magnet. I will give you permission to have more than one. <laughs> Usually we talk a lot about the, you know, we're like, don't overdo it with lead magnets because yeah. it's like, you know, you, you have to promote them a lot and you need to get going with it. But I wonder in your case, if you might actually want to look at having two so that okay. you're able to have two offers and two opportunities to meet again, your women where they're at. And for me, when you were talking, the first thing that I thought about immediately kind of popped into my head was, is there an, a list somewhere or something that exists that is kind of like a, like a navigation guide. So like a girl gamer navigation guide for what it's like that you need to look out for in the gaming world as a woman, how to deal with online harassment, maybe when it happens, places to shop that are really pro woman, like maybe having something where people can feel like they're getting a little bit of assistance with their navigation that again, directly leads into what you sell. Because okay. I know that's yeah, basically no, that's what you're packaging. Idea. Yeah. So I just thought, I, I think they're both really great because I like I love the planner. I've seen the planner. So full <laughs> disclosure, I've seen it and I love it. But I I really, I feel like in some ways, like you're, you have a unique advantage over everybody else in the industry because of the fact that you're addressing something in a very different way than what most people are doing within the gaming community. Like, I don't think a lot of women are out there or a lot of people are out there saying, hey, let's make this a friendly space for women as well. Mm-hmm. So you're really cutting, coming out of the gate with something strong. So kind of positioning yourself in the market right off the bat as saying, this is who I am. And I'm going to be kind of be like the, you know, like let's rally together around this. You could have a really good lead magnet that could go against that. And that would really draw people into your world. Okay, cool. So run them both off your website. So I would definitely, and I would kind of alternate again, when you're talking in your content about making sure that you're always talking once a week about your lead magnet. So pull people into it. That's what you want because mm-hmm. you want to be list building. So you're right with that. That's a really good idea. Your e- your content that you're going to be putting out after, how many times are you planning on emailing? Do you have a kind of a frequency yet with it? Yeah, I would like to email once a week as per Jan's guidelines. <laughs> so that, <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm looking forward to doing. Um, just sending out different, I've 
started uh, writing up a few different emails ideas that I could talk through right now. Uh, but a lot of it, I do want to do things like telling my story because I do relate very strongly to my ICA. So I think that is a big uh, selling point and getting the tr building up the trust and getting people to relate to me. Um, but a few stories here and there. So probably once a week to answer your question. Okay. I think that's great that you are. I also think that you telling your story is really important as well to building out your brand. Normally, I with a lot of businesses, I'm like, your story is irrelevant. Like, it really doesn't matter that much. But with your business, it does matter directly because people need to be able to trust you because they're seeing you as the guide, right? So if you're like, I'm the person who knows this problem's there. I see it in you. I recognize it. I face it as well. I'm going to show you how we can get through this together. So making you part of one of your pillars, I think, would be really important. I know we've also talked about so disclosure. You're one of my grads. We've, well, so we've talked about a lot with your work about making sure that you're putting it on your website too, and that your story set, like you are prominent within what you're doing with your brand. Um, so I love that you're doing that and making sure that you have the stories there. Keep in mind too, that some of the things that you want to be touching on in your email marketing to really help like get that funnel down is doing things like, you know, associating with the problem. So relating back to that, I would also be a good one to do like busting myths or objections, like talking mm -hmm. about that in your marketing as well. I think also doing something where you can do some paradigm shifting. So like imagine a world where this didn't exist. Imagine what your life would be like as a gamer if this problem was gone. Think about content like that, because again, that's going to lead into further into your funnel. It deepens the no like trust factor and it moves toward what you're going to sell eventually, right? Which is... Yeah. When are you going to introduce this box to people? Because you need to start yes. talking about the box as well, not sure, just providing, sure. yeah, the content. So, all right. I love that. I love that. I love that. You have your back end set up. You're going to be using ConvertKit. Is that what you're yep. using for? Yeah. Perfect. ConvertKit. Great. Um, so I think it's great. Let's talk about your social media and how you're going to be using your social media as part of your content as well as your, because it's part of your funnel too. Yes. Yeah. So I'm looking at mainly doing Instagram right now. Um, I mainly targeting, I believe millennials and Gen Z, um, is who I think would make up the most of my target audience. Uh, so I'm looking at doing Instagram. I have created the account. I haven't posted anything yet, but I just sort of got the name out there. Um, but I'm looking at planning social media content to, to sort of, uh, attract that ideal customer as well. And then Instagram for now, I know I'm going to try to stick to one, but I would like to try and do some TikTok as well. It's not something I'm very familiar with, but for a younger generation, I think it's something that can be powerful, uh, possibly for my business as well. Yeah, I absolutely think that's true. Yeah, definitely think so. And I think too, where you're also going to get a lot of power from is your stories. So I think using stories on Instagram would also be, I would probably say to you, like, if you only have limited time right now, lean more into stories than your actual feed. And so like do maybe like three a week on your feed, but build in your stories, because again, that's where you can engage with people. You can actually do a lot of market research in there as well. So you can do polls and stickers, ask people what their problems are ask them what kind of content they're looking for, ask them what they're playing, you know, like that's the perfect place to be able to really get into the mind of the people you're here to serve and then use that and turn it into content for TikTok. TikTok. So yeah, move it over. That's what I would do. So if you're getting people coming in and saying, you know, like, you know, what games are you playing right now? Or what's your biggest frustration? Or what is the one thing you wish you knew about gaming before you started? And then people are give you those answers back. You can turn those into TikToks. In the app in oh, that's a great that. idea to get content. Yeah. 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 It's a really good place to go with it. 
feel like the business you dream of is within reach, but you can't figure out how to take it to the next level and really start making the revenue and the impact you want, then I'm here to help. Sign up for a free 30-minute no BS funnel audit and let me help you get dialed in on where to spend your time to grow your customers and your sales. Funnels can be tricky things, but if you want to take your business to the next level, you need one that's working in your favor. Sign up today and you can join me on the No BS Business School podcast for a personal audit session to help you get your business in front of more people. Head to janditchfield.co forward slash audit to secure your spot today. All right. What else do you want some guidance with? Uh, So I'm looking at, I know you say testimonials are very beneficial. So I'm just sort of wondering, like, what is the best way to get testimonials when I haven't fully launched yet? Do I sort of give out some free boxes? Do I form like an ambassador team? What is your recommendation? You have a couple ways you can do it. So one is you could give out a couple free boxes if it's something that you feel that you can afford to do. I'm never the biggest fan of handing things out for free. I think everyone knows that with me. I'm always like, "Eh," you know, hang on to your money. Mm -hmm. But it also is hard when you first get going that you don't have anyone who's kind of like beta tested things for you. So if you looked at beta testing in some way as an opportunity for you to say, hey, I'll let you get the boxes, you know, have a small group. You don't need a lot. Like you only need three testimonials to really actually start getting that that trust factor built on your from your website. So if you gave out three, but in exchange for that testimonial and get that in writing and make sure that's really clear what you say of like what you're asking for in the testimonial. So what was life for you like as a gamer before? You know, what was it like when you had you got my box and you went through that process? And now how has your life become better because of it? Those are the three sentences that you want to make sure you're dialing on uh, because that's what people are going to see. And they're going to be like, oh, that's the journey I want to go on. So that's what we want to focus with our testimonials is they don't need to be long. They just need to be really impactful. So that would be one thing. Your ambassador team, however, I do fully think you should be doing that. Yeah, 100% think you should be doing it. But you don't have to necessarily give them boxes for free in order to become the ambassadors. Like it could be something, again, um, that you're doing and you're incentivizing them in some way. Maybe they get discounts or maybe they Mm -hmm. get exclusive access to something. Maybe they get like first dibs or they get bonus stuff in their boxes. But if you can create an ambassador team to go out and like be your street team, like they're the ones who are out there introducing you, talking about you, posting about you, doing like they're like your little sales team is what they are. (laughs) Do that because it really will real and like your business will ramp really quickly if you have something like that set up. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, So that's for testimonials. And then um, what else? So I've got my website sort of landing page done, not launched, but I do have it sort of designed for myself. Um, I'll have the funnel created. And then is there any other essentials that you need that you think I need before officially launching um, my business? I think you've got a lot of things already in place. And I think um, like I'm trying to run through quickly if there's anything you're missing. Your webs, if you've got your landing page going, you've got your email marketing set up, you've got one social media channel on there. If you can get your ambassador team set before you launch to help you with the launch, those are really the most important things. Like that's really kind of where you dial in and, and get that fixed. Have you done um, pricing on what your box is? Have you kind of ha- already had that set up on the back end? 
I've started gauging with different um, small businesses to see what the pricing would be. I don't have like a full setup uh, price point of the box and I'm trying to keep it both realistic because I've done, I have done some validations of what people think, what they would spend for a box. So I'm trying to keep that aligned with uh, some feedback that I've got from validations along with uh, talking to some small businesses. Okay. The only thing that I would say to you is wait list for the box. So if you can actually have a secondary sign up mm-hmm. so that you're able to start segmenting your list right off the bat, which are going to be people, this is coming, the bunches, you know, the boxes are coming, they're coming, they're coming and start driving that list so that you have people to sell to right off the bat. And that's the thing people are like, well, what's the difference between a wait list and an email list? A wait list is a sales list. Like it's mm-hmm. a, it's a hot list is what that is. Your email list is going to be mixed with people who are like, I'm just looking for free info. I'm not too sure about you yet. Well, maybe I might buy, but if they're wait listing, they are hot. So it's going to give you a chance to really understand your conversion rates. If you mm-hmm. actually can start with having a list that you can work. So I would make sure that you have that on your website as well Is that, you know, be the first to know when you can get access to the box, be the first to get the box, like get them on a segmented list. And you can do that in ConvertKit really easily. So you recommend having, I guess, two different lists. So somebody, so your full email list and then trying to convert those on the email list into your waiting list. Into your wait list. Yeah. Okay. And so you'd want to wait list them on um, your website. You want to have a place for that as well. So even if you know you've got your homepage right now and you're just going to start yep. with the homepage, on the front of the homepage would be a get on the list for the subscription box. The box is coming, you know, you can do a kind of a guesstimate of when it's coming. So, you know, winter of, or spring of type of thing, get on the list, be the first to know when it it launches, blah, blah, blah. That way, again, you've got hot leads. And so that's why we do that is so we can get an idea of how much money we're going to make from our launches before we even start our runway to promote. And then for that website, uh, do you recommend just having the landing page right now, maybe the lead magnet and then sort of uh, places for people to sign up for the email list and or the wait list? Is that all I would need for the website right now? Because I won't really have a store or anything like that while I'm list building. Yeah. So treat your whole landing page as though it is just a a list sign up. It's a Mm -hmm. list builder. That's the whole point of it. Right. And then block it into certain things. So your story should be on there. So your face, your story talking about that should be on there. Um, Like here's where you can get like the, the first download. So, and that should be high up somewhere on, on the below the fold. Then you should be able to have somewhere else where you can get like that second download option where you can wait list for the box and then make sure you can kind of talk about the benefits. So that would be the thing that I would look at is like, what are the benefits of having your business, the benefit of the box, the benefits you're bringing to your community. Mm -hmm. So, and future pace people. So do things like imagine a gaming world where, you know, you can play without feeling like you're going to getting harassed. You are the first to get exclusive access to things. You, you are part of a community of other women who get you, who like you, who know you give people more reasons to right? like, so speak beyond just the, the benefits of purchasing the items, speak to the benefits it's going to bring to their lives. Yeah. And that is a big thing that I do want to do. I want to create that community that comes along with, um, the product as well so that they can hang out, meet other people and just sort of get those connections going as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that's where we get a lot. We get really stuck on the idea, especially what I find with um, product-based businesses that they, we think it's always about what's in what we're selling, like the actual tangible thing usually isn't. It's really like, it's not, it's about what that tangible thing does to our life. 
And that's the messaging you want to be focused on is this is the community. This is a place it's belonging. It's, you know, it's fun. It's, you know, it's different. It's unique. All of those things that you were, your women are out there looking for that doesn't exist. So, and you just happen to get it by buying my subscription box. Yes. And that's what you want to lead into. <laughs> Two yeah. in one. <laughs> Two in one. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Great. What else can I do for you? Uh, so I'm just, I know I'm trying to, I'm going to be list building. So what are sort of the way, the best ways that I can get my name out there, my story out there, just sort of letting people know that this is something that exists. Like, what do you recommend, uh, for sort of attracting that ideal customer? You need to start borrowing audience. And that's where I would start right off the bat. It's going to be a lot easier for you to get your leads built by getting on other people's platforms who already have the people you want to serve. So I would be doing things like looking to do lives with other people on Instagram, Facebook, things like that. Collaborations on reels or on TikToks. Those are huge. The reach on those are crazy. So the podcasts, like if you can get on and talk about the podcast, I'm sure there's lots of gaming shows. I'm sure there are a lot of women out there already having this conversation. So if you can go on and say, you know, I have a solution to this problem that's a really great place to go as well. So I would just be really focused on community building beyond just your own capacity and getting into other people's worlds and allowing them to, to showcase you to who they they have. And that mm-hmm. will draw people into your world. Perfect. No, I, I definitely do want to start borrowing audiences and getting on to uh, different sites. I guess starting my first social media is step one. And then I'll start reaching out to different audiences first as well. Yeah. Yeah. And don't be afraid to start posting even before you've launched. Like don't wait until you're like, kind of like, oh, I have to wait till January to do this because it's actually better. The longer you have to build your audience before you start to sell, the better your sales are going to be. So if you focus again on saying like, I'm going to, it's coming soon, it's coming soon. But in the meantime, come get my download. Here's my, like, you know, don't call it a lead magnet publicly, but get my lead magnet, you know, get on the wait list for the box. You know, here's lots of great content that's being put out. Building that audience will help you when you're ready to sell. Uh, But I guess I would have to have all the email lists. So I'd have to start doing the emails weekly to those people that do sign up. Uh, Yes. Start having the email list and then start posting on social media. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a mistake that a lot of people do when they start signing up their email list is they think that, you know, I only have five people on it, so I shouldn't email. You have five people on that list. You should be emailing. Even if you have one person on that list, that's a, that's a potential sale. So email, don't wait until you're like, oh, I need a hundred people or 200. No, you don't. If you've got five, do it. Start sending them up. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's what I'm struggling with too, is like, when am I ready to start like I've done quite a bit of prep work but I haven't officially um started posting anywhere like all my social media is blank I haven't launched my website publicly it's all on the back end and the email list so you just recommend sort of starting the social media and get getting the list going yeah I think you're ready to be very honest (laughs) I think you're ready there's nothing that you don't have set up right now and you know me I'm all about the fundamentals right so it's like Mm -hmm. the foundations in place your foundations are there so get out get out the door and you're going to figure it out because it'll change. Like, you know, your, your message will change. You'll tweak things. When people start talking back to you, you'll be like, Oh, I didn't think about that. I should do more of that. Or you're like, Ooh, that didn't land. I don't do that anymore. But unless you start actually testing, which is what this is, you won't be able to grow your business. So it doesn't have to be a plus it can be B plus. So B plus work, (laughs) but you get out the door and that's where you're at right now. So I, I, you are ready to launch. I give you permission. 
crack the champagne against your business and push you out to see, but you definitely are ready to launch. Perfect. Yeah, I guess I can start doing that. I know I just wanted to prep everything and make sure the whole foundation was there, but I think there's comes a point where you just kind of have to push it over and see how things go and then adjust, uh, adjust depending on the feedback that you do get. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's why the foundations are so important. And when people tend to to skip over the foundation parts of it and then just say, you know, oh, I'm going to start before I'm ready and go out there. It's like you can't keep up with the load because if something happens like what we want to have happen and you get flooded with business and your foundations aren't set up, you won't be able to maintain that. And you are, you have it there. You've got your channels are there. You know what you're talking about. You understand the problem. You know who you're speaking to, you know, the value you bring. So it's going to be easy for you to kind of accept that floodgate that comes in when we start marketing. So you're go out and start to market and then just make those adjustments as you see that need to be made. Okay. I can do that. Pushing me into my uncomfortable, uncomfortable yeah, zone. I am. That's what I do best. I mean, here we go right into that land. Yeah. You've got this. You definitely know what you're doing. So. Perfect. Anything else? Yeah, yeah. I think that was most of what I had on my list, unless you had other suggestions for my funnel, but I think I've no, got I think, awesome. yeah, I think your funnel is set. I think the big thing I wanted you to think about is going back to that idea of some kind of curated list or something where you're having more of a conversation around the pain point, like you really dialing in on that pain point in a way that other people aren't talking about it. So like other people could be out there saying, you know, it's not the same, uh, girls are not treated the same in gaming or women aren't treated the same in gaming. Everybody's like, that's true. But you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's true. And here's how we can solve it. Yes. Like, here's our ways to feel more included. So you're taking the conversation to a different level. And I would focus on that. And I think you're going to get a lot of attention from that. I hope so too. I <laughs> know <laughs> you will. <laughs> Tell people where they can find you. Uh, so right now I haven't officially launched, but I do have the Instagram set up at you game girl, and then the website will officially be launched and it will be yougamegirl.com. Perfect. Go give her a follow. Natasha is doing big things and you're, I'm really excited to watch you launch. So it's thank you, Jan. Yeah. Thanks for all the tips and help for today. <laughs> My pleasure. Thanks for joining me on this episode of no BS business school. If you've enjoyed the show and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe on your player of choice and leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at janditchfield.co. Until next time, keep it real.